Welcome to Leveraged Lifestyle, the podcast that shares with you the mindset and skill set it takes for you to create your ideal leveraged lifestyle, whatever that might look like for you. Please welcome your host, entrepreneur, world record holder and globetrotter, Catherine Turner. Hi there, it's Catherine Turner and welcome to episode 24 of Leveraged Lifestyle. This episode, I want to talk to you about decluttering. Now, you might not necessarily see how this relates to business or a leveraged lifestyle, but this is all about decluttering for improved productivity and going into the details of when, what and how. Now, if you work from home, either for your current day job or for your business, or it's where you're going to be working on your business after you've gone back from your day job, having a clutter-free workspace and home environment is so important. And this also relates to having a digital declutter as well as a physical declutter. So first of all, I want to give you some extra inspiration. Now, one of my favourite things to do for a bit of downtime, but also learning time, is to get onto Netflix and to find one of their documentaries. And one of my favourite documentaries on Netflix is called Minimalism. Now, it will definitely get you in the mood for this task. And of course, you could be watching it whilst also sourcing out some items. So use it as a bit of inspiration and uh, I highly recommend it. And I'll make sure the link to that, uh, or the notes for that are in the show notes for you. But this is a great time of year to be thinking about decluttering. It's especially when other businesses are winding down. Now, it might need, might not be when your business winds down. So maybe come back to this if if maybe this is your busiest time of year. You know, if you're in retail, e-commerce, then obviously Christmas and sale time and all that is a very busy time of year. But for most other businesses, uh, especially those people who might be working office jobs whilst also creating another business, this is actually when people are taking a lot of holidays and um, you might get some extra time off. And so using that time to get your business space and environment sorted is a great use of your time. Like I said, if you do work from home, it's also a chance to get rid of the old before the new comes in for Christmas. Because having a cluttered environment can really lead to a cluttered mind. And I'm going to go through some of the additional benefits according to science of decluttering as well. Now, you might be thinking, okay, but where do I even start? So let me go through exactly what to declutter and some different techniques about how you can do that and give you some additional techniques that you could go and consider. Now, bearing in mind, this is a physical and digital declutter. And I would actually recommend you do this more than once a year. Usually twice a year is a great start And like I said, this time of year we're coming into is a great time to be considering it. So let's get started. What should you be decluttering? Well, number one are your emails. Now, uh, a method I've used to help uh, delegate or work on my to-do list is called the four Ds. Now, this actually in this instance becomes the three Ds. Usually the four Ds would be uh, do, delegate, defer or delete. But in this instance, we don't want to defer. We want to get on with things. So 
you have the option to either get it done, reply to those emails, file those emails, uh, delegate out to one of your team or to your virtual assistant, or just simply delete. And again, sometimes this can be overwhelming if we haven't had a clear out of emails for a long time. You may have some setup subscriptions and things like that that you've never read. Uh, they've, they're not giving you any of the benefits and it's time to unsubscribe. Now, what I've done in the past is actually set up my virtual assistant and you could do this with a PA or another team member as well. So set up the system with your VA or PA and the system would be those you want to keep and everything else your VA or PA can unsubscribe and delete. And it just makes it super simple. Now, some email accounts, uh, you've got Outlook, Gmail, they have uh, different kind of systems to be able to clear up your emails quickly as well. So if you don't have a VA or PA and you're worried about, you know, this taking a lot of time, use some of those systems that are already embedded within the uh, email accounts. Number two is your calendar. So again, this is hopefully online. (laughs) Uh, I do have a few friends that are still very old school when it comes to their calendar and it's all written out. Uh, I personally need something to beep at me. Uh, to remind me. And it's just great for syncing across the businesses, uh, working with my husband and business partner and our VAs. Uh, So hopefully you are now digital with your calendar, just so everyone can be accessing that as well and making sure you're kind of business ready. Um, But essentially, this is a chance to get rid of any recurring items that, again, they've just been sat in there and they're not actually working for you a chance to refresh and reprioritize for the coming year as well. This is another reason why this is a great time of year to do this um, as we're looking towards the end of the year and coming into the new year. So another great time to, you know, put in those um, those big priorities. um, And I would include your family time in that as well and make sure all of that is protected before putting in those those additional recurring items. Uh, Number three would be banking. So a chance to check through your direct debits, standing orders, um, check that you're not paying twice for some things. Uh, This might be in the form of the benefits that you get with your bank account that you've kind of forgotten about or you haven't seen they've added a new benefit um, from some of these paid accounts, sometimes business, sometimes personal, and, and again, a good chance to go through both and just make sure everything is as it should be and you're not paying out for anything. Um, Say, for example, you've got uh, home emergency cover with your bank, but actually you're also paying for it on your insurance, home insurance as well, for example. So um, things like that are are a really great use of your time as well and can save you money. Number four, it's your actual office environment. So wherever you are physically working from, like I said, this could be whilst you're in your job and in your paid for job, but also in your home office environment. Um, or your rented space, wherever you are, or your um, wherever you do your work from, essentially. So this would be things like your paperwork, getting it filed or flinging it out. Uh, make sure you shred anything, obviously, that's uh, important or sensitive. Um, but just make sure you have a really nice, serene office environment to work in. It'll make going to work feel better and get you more productive. On to number five now, your tasks and to-do lists. So again, uh, hopefully this is now digital for you. 
I always recommend Evernote. And again, using not the four Ds, but the three Ds. So do delegate or delete in this instance. Or just make sure they're filed easily if it's something you still need to come back to uh, maybe next year or it's a recurring item that you want to be able to refer back to in your Evernotes as well. Uh, And again, I've noticed my Evernotes are getting uh, very kind of piled up. So I'll be definitely taking this on board and doing this over the next couple of weeks as well, making sure that everything is in notebooks. They're not just in that first notebook. um, So they're easy to find when you need them. Number six is your subscriptions. So again, you might be subscribed to things on email, but equally this might be um, physical stuff that comes through the mail, uh, additional things you're subscribed to uh, that you're no longer really using, um, but they're costing you money equally every single month. So again, a good chance to potentially save you some money in this instance. Number seven is your personal belongings. Now, If you're ruthless, a simple box or bag system to either one, keep and tidy, two, sell, three, give to charity, or four, recycle, may be enough for you. And um, I just wanted to give you a little tip that I found out recently at um, H&M, and there's a number of them throughout uh, the globe, actually. So wherever you're listening from, you may actually be able to get this offer. Uh, But definitely here in the UK, they're giving you a five pound off voucher um, for every bag of textiles that you bring into its store to be recycled or reused. So my thinking is if it's not quite good enough for charity or a thrift store, um, then this could be a great option. And I know we've got some textiles to be recycled. So, hey, why not get some five pounds off voucher and maybe put this towards some presents as it's also coming up to that end of the year time and that big C word Christmas. <laughs> um, but look, if you need a little bit more help you find yourself getting emotionally attached to items, especially when decluttering those personal items and belongings, I would definitely encourage you to also look at using one of the techniques um, by the following people. So there are a few that I've looked up, a few that I've personally used and I found quite helpful. So I thought I would share these with you. So you've got uh, Marie Kondo, who wrote the bestseller and caused a bit of a global house tidying craze Uh, with the book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying. Yes, what a title, right? Uh, You can find this in Audible as well. So that's quite handy. You can be uh, listening to this whilst doing the technique. Um, And this is really great, especially for things like clothing, um, books, and anything you might have a bit of also an emotional attachment to. Um, And also helping you tidy up afterwards to make sure everything is really accessible and easy to get to. Uh, Another one I'd love you to look into is The Minimalists. So these are two guys. uh, They also have a book and a podcast, uh, and they've also turned decluttering into a 30-day game. So if you like to be a bit competitive and you want to do this maybe with your your partner, your children even, maybe your business partner, Um, I would go and check that out at theminimalist.com forward slash game. And again, I'll make sure all of the links you need are in the show notes for you. Now, the final one, and I really enjoyed reading her book a few years ago now, is by Karen Kingston, um, who has the great book, Clear Your Clutter with Feng Shui. Now, you know, if that's your kind of thing, I know it won't be for everyone. Um, But again, that's also available on Audible, so you can be going through some of the techniques whilst listening to that. 
Now, many of these can be very insightful. You can also get a little lost in them. So I'd highly recommend, like anything, you set yourself a deadline to read and then implement into your life. Now, of course, there are many other techniques and I would encourage you to seek out the one that works for you. And it may even be a mixture of one, two or all of them. So great use of them, especially for personal belongings. But uh, again, I know Karen Kingston does some stuff around uh, digital decluttering as well. So check those all out. We're now up to eight. And number eight is decluttering and revisiting your vision and values. Now, again, I've done uh, an episode looking at your vision and values. So hopefully you've actually taken time to do this. But again, depending on where you are in your business setup uh, and what you want for your vision and values, uh, either now might be a good time to look at them or at a 12-month point as well after you first wrote them. Um, So it's a a good chance to check in, tweak, and of course, re-evaluate and re-evaluate with your, your family as well. And again, it's a nice time of year to do this uh, when maybe the family's getting together. You've got a bit more time off together and looking at actually how your overall business vision uh, fits in with your personal vision as well, because they should all relate. And finally, number nine is to look at your KRAs, your key results areas and your goals. And again, it's just another chance to check, tweak, reevaluate and just make sure you're on track. And also that they're still right for where you are in your business now. If you've moved along, if some of your KRAs have now um, been handed over to maybe a staff member, a VA, then again, making sure they're all up to date and in line with where you are. So look, decluttering your life improves brain function. And that is fact. And actually, in fact, there are six benefits of decluttering your life according to science uh, on a blog post on bustle.com by Caroline uh, Staber. So I thought I'd go through them with you now because, hey, we all need a little inspiration and reason to get decluttering sometimes. So number one is you'll be able to concentrate for days. Brilliant when you're starting a business or in business and you need to get things done, right? Number two, you'll feel more creative. Now we all need a creative side when it comes to business. You know, even if we're the numbers person, Uh, having some creativity to get the reports written or get some content out there, whatever it might be, um, helping you get more creative is definitely a bonus in business. Number three, you'll likely sleep a lot better. Now, again, sleep, well, I'm sure all of you know it's proven to help in so many different areas and, um, you know, keep you well over, again, a period where most of us fall slightly ill. So getting more sleep, definitely a big tick. Number four, it's going to boost your mood. Always good. Number five, it will help you let go of the past. Clearing out those things of clutter that have been kind of building up and there. Hey, great that you can let go of the past. A lot more easier. Uh, Let go and move on and get going with things. And number six, you'll be able to focus more clearly on your goals. Absolutely perfect for personal and business reasons. So I'd say there are some pretty great benefits there. So look, Having a clear out twice a year, I personally would recommend August and December. Um, So revisit this episode when it comes to the summer. But like I said, ideally when it comes uh, to the time, think about when it's going to cause the least disruption in your business. So look, if December and August don't fit for you, choose a time of year that does and just make it work. 
And look, it's going to feel really great and help you progress towards your vision and goals. And your aim is to create a really serene environment that will help you work and be more productive. So whilst you're doing this, uh, I've mentioned a couple of audios and podcasts. And of course, there is this podcast as well. You could be listening and taking advantage of net time too. And if you haven't heard about net time, no extra time, then make sure you're checking out episode 18. And whilst you're there, maybe 16 and 17 as well, they all kind of go together. And look, I'd really love to see how you're getting on. If you've got a whole load of clutter, if your workspace looks like an absolute like bomb went off there, then share it on the Leverage Lifestyle community. Let's all, you know, kind of work with you, keep you accountable and getting on with your decluttering updates would be fantastic to see kind of how you're getting on. And I really just want to say thank you again for listening to Leverage Lifestyle. If you have enjoyed this or any of the other just want to say thank you again for listening to Leverage Lifestyle. If you have enjoyed this episode or any other episode, I'd love for you to leave a rating, ideally on iTunes, um, in the ratings and review section. And I'll make sure the link is in the show notes how you can do that. And remember, there is no better time than now to start creating your Leveraged Lifestyle.